It's time for the award-winning High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports Radio 98.1 AM 1230 KWSN and KWSN.com. Brought to you by Midco Sports. Watch it, stream it, get into it. Midco Sports is it. Follow along at MidcoSports.com. Now, let's check in with the coaches. Here's your host of today's program, John Gaskins. 114 remaining, 20 to 17 Harrisburg lead, third and 10, Tigers their own 20, rush up the middle, Elrod locked the ball, it's bubbled, it's picked up by the Knights of the 10, they're going to score, it's a touchdown, Nathan Ratchlaff picks it up off the turf, and O'Gorman with its first lead of the game with 107 remaining. What a night for the O'Gorman Knights on Thursday night, a wild Come from behind win 24-20 over Harrisburg in the regular season finale to seize the number two seed from the Tigers in this week's state quarterfinals. Good morning. Welcome to your Midco Sports Coaches Show, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. I'm John Gaskins, the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, John Michaels, producing and engineering and we're going to break form just a little bit. It's a football show, and we will have all football coaches, but two of them will be the traditional kind of football that everybody else across the world considers football. We have girls state soccer champion coach Mark Anderson from the T-Area Titans and the Sioux Falls Christian boys leader Efron Poyer after both of those teams claimed the crown last weekend. Also a big congratulations to the Harrisburg girls soccer team the class double a champ we'll try to get to them next week so get ready for that and let's dive in jason poppinga actually joined calling all sports the statewide sports talk show with mark ovenden yesterday i was lucky enough to be the guest host we had jason on after the wild win on thursday and so we tried to have him make sense of being down 20-3 to to Harrisburg going into the fourth quarter and finding a way to score three times, including that scoop and score with one minute left to get the big W. I mean, obviously we were down. We didn't, we, you know, offensively, we had a few drives. We got into the red zone, I think, three times and only came away with three points. And, you know, obviously when you lose your tailback the first play of the game, you know, to a knee injury, and then, you know, for us, I mean, we're just not very deep. And we started the shuffle where, you know, the Satter went to tailback for plays and brought another receiver in. And, I mean, guys were playing out of position from where they normally are. And, you know, then we lose our center went down and our guard, you know, he went down with an ACL injury. So we got two starting linemen out. I mean, it was a, it was kind of chaos for us trying to figure out, like, well, who's, who's even going in and how do we get personnel issues in there. And, so, yeah, we were struggling, you know, to get things going, especially in the red zone we struggled. And then, you know, Saturday we made a couple of huge plays. I mean, the, the long touchdown catch, receive, and then, you know, getting away from two defenders and scoring the touchdown. And then we get an interception and short field and another big play to Satter where he makes two guys miss and gets us down. And then he scores, you know, as the tailback for us. And, you know, we had an onside kick and we were offside and we would have got it. And then <laughs> we kick it deep and then our defense gets, you know, another interception and our offense needed about 15 yards and we got 10 and we had a couple chances and we didn't complete it and we kicked the you know to tie the field goal and we swing it wide to the left and we kind of thought well you know we're done we got timeouts here to get one more shot maybe if we can hold them and then we get the scoop and score for a touchdown and all of a sudden we're celebrating and the rest became history so yeah i mean just a wild turnaround in the fourth quarter and 
you know, our defense played outstanding with turnovers and, and bottling up Gavin Ross, who, you know, obviously is one of the top running backs who hasn't played the whole year. I mean, Harrisburg all of a sudden becomes a much better team when he's out there. And, you know, for our defense to play the way they did last night, it was just, you know, incredible. Absolutely. Jason Povinga from O'Gorman joining us. They seized the number two seed from Harrisburg last night with that 24-20 win. And five turnovers for the Tigers, four interceptions from Elrod. He'd only thrown six all season in eight games. Yeah. And so, I mean, it wasn't a good night for them, but there's that whole were they forced, were they unforced sort of thing. But here's the trend for O'Gorman. Your trend had been doing that. I mean, you, had, you guys had forced 22 turnovers in eight games coming into yeah. it. I mean, it, it's something yeah. you guys do. So uh, how, how would you take us behind, you know, at least some of them last night and, and how you're able to – that's the way you guys defend and successfully defend. Yeah, and I mean, our, our secondary guys played really well. And, you know, especially like Hayden Gross, you know, he's our backup quarterback. And, you know, he's starting on defense as a safety. And there's a lot to compute, you know, all going down through there, you know, helping out in the run game. And, you know, where's your key on the pass game and where are you going and, you know, all those things, and, you know, granted, we got some pressure on the quarterback and a couple of his throws, you know, we're definitely not on the money, and we got a couple breaks, and we're in the right spot at the right time, but, I mean, that's part of being an aggressive defense, and, you know, our linebacking core played really well, you know, they never got any big runs, uh, we never gave up some stuff, but, I mean, nothing that really hurt us, you know, the opening kickoff, we fumble the opening kickoff, and they have a short field, and they score. So, I mean, we spotted them seven points right off the beginning. So, I mean, you know, every, that was just a wild, you know, it was a playoff-like game last night. And, you know, for our team to come out and win, I mean, like we told our kids, is that, you know, that's a mark of a good team is, is to find a way to win, even if it's not pretty year. Yeah. It's not the way you draw it up, because that definitely wasn't the way you draw it up on how to how to win the game. And we told our kids, I mean, if we have a shot in the fourth quarter, let's keep it close. And, you know, they're a really good team, and, you know, why not us at the end? And we kept telling them that on the sidelines. Well, it's only two touchdowns. Like, we can score two touchdowns. We can get this back. And they kept believing it, and the defense played hard, and it was, you know, a lot of fun to watch our kids celebrate. Well, Gorman's Jason Poppinga yesterday on Calling All Sports with Mark Owenden and me as the guest host. And if you want to hear that full interview, it was a lot of fun. And Jason dove deep into having a roster that was one-third the size of Harrisburg's and smaller than most schools that O'Gorman plays and still able, as a coaching staff, to scheme things up, put the chess pieces in the right place, especially considering that O'Gorman had lost a couple linemen and their running back last night. An, an excellent coaching job, and now the O'Gorman Knights will be facing Rapid City Stevens in Thursday's Class AAA quarterfinals. Now... Here on Fox Sports 98.1 and AM 1230, and also on MetroSports.tv and DakotaNewsNow.com, a doubleheader. We'll have Jefferson, the number one team, taking on Washington at number eight. 445, we're on the air, and then following that doubleheader, we have Lincoln and Brandon Valley, the four and five seeds. That game kicks off at eight. Again, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, MetroSports.tv, and Dakota News Now for Thursday's state quarterfinals. And we move on with Lynx, the Brandon Valley Lynx. Matt Christensen is next on the Midco Sports Coaches Show. Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. At Tires, 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 our customers tell us that they check prices everywhere 
and the best deal for tires was at Tires, Tires, Tires. There is more to it than just the price, too. It's all the extras you get when you buy four new tires. It's the free alignment and road hazard warranties. It's filling your tires up with nitrogen. It's tires that get you the traction you're going to need. It's financing for both good and not-so-good credit. Stop in today. Tires, 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 the best choice for your next set of tires. Hello, I'm here with Matt Swenson from Swenson Commodities. For farmers new to the commodity markets, can hedging be intimidating? Yes, it sure can be. We want farmers and hedgers to know that we're here to service them. Whether it's giving them access to trade software with real-time quotes or answering specific questions on futures and options, Swenson Commodities is always happy to help. To learn more, call 605-335-5570. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Whether it's for storage, residential, commercial, or anything in between, it's Reeves Buildings. Using high-quality wood products on their trust manufacturing assures you your building is built to suit your needs and to last. Reeves Buildings has over 40 years of experience delivering engineered design projects. Through innovative practices and their patented system, your territory managers will listen to your needs and design a customized project to fit those expectations. A Reeves Building is the complete package and built like no other. Reeves Buildings. Make it last. Make it Reeves. Go to ReevesBuildings.com. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports Radio 981, AM 1230, KWSN, and KWSN.com. Brought to you by Midcoast Sports. Now back to your host, John Gaskins. Well, you heard the leadoff of the show, the exciting scoop and score and game-winning touchdown as O'Gorman pulls the rabbit out of the hat to seize the number two seed from Harrisburg 24-20 in Thursday's regular season finale that was a thriller at McEnany Field but over at Howard Wood Field I mean Brandon Valley went right down to the wire with Washington blocked a field goal at the end of the game an 18-yard field goal attempt for a 35-33 win Matt Christensen's crew number five number five and taking on Lincoln in a rematch of another thriller just a couple weeks ago that'll be the state quarterfinals at eight o'clock on Thursday at Howard Wood Field part of a doubleheader we'll have right here on Fox Sports 98.1 and AM 1230 on the radio but also games you can watch on metrosports.tv and dakotanewsnow.com with Jefferson and Washington leading off that broadcast at 445. Matt Christensen joining us from Brandon Valley, and I cannot wait to hear about how this game got to 35-33. Good morning, and go ahead. Good morning. It was wild. Our offense was really clicking early, and uh, we had a pick six on defense by Tristan Bisbee. Uh, Jack Thuey was taking care of the football for us and uh, hitting some nice completions, uh, subbing in for the injured Lucas Slack, and um, you know, we were really flying at it with Dylan Langrock, making a lot of catches as always. He's amazing. And uh, then Washington uh, made a furious comeback with, um, you know, an onside kick they got and, um, you know, hitting hitting passes all over the place. And Eli Tanaya made some made some excellent plays as well, along with uh, Abraham Myers blocking a punt and, um, you know, causing a safety against us. It was, it was tough. It was tough momentum swings throughout the whole game. Sure. I mean, Let's start with the quarterback situation, Jack Dewey, 16 of 23, 220 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, what is Lucas's injury? What's the nature of it? And then also uh, d- describe how how Jack stepped up so well. Yeah, he stepped up really well. He's a talented kid. Lucas has an ankle uh, injury right now, and he's working on it. And uh, yeah, Jack's talented, and he's attentive, and he's a team guy, so he's happy to 
uh, you know, obviously take take advantage of opportunities and um, you know hit a lot of passes um, in intelligent ways and uh, got the ball to where it's got to be. And uh, you know, Delvon Spear, Spears Witty uh, ran some wildcat for us, so uh, that was a fun balance in there too. Uh, but yeah, you know, like I said, just an awesome game, and we just made just enough plays to get it done. Matt Christensen, Brandon Valley head coach, after that 35-33 win over Washington on Thursday night in the regular season finale. Uh, so you mentioned Spears Witty, 20 carries, 73 yards, a couple scores. Langrock, six catches, 119 yards, and a touchdown. What happened on the blocked field goal at the end of the game? Who made the play? Nate Vandenberg did. He got an, an he's a very tall. He got you know 11 sacks on the season. Great defensive end and. We got some good push with some big linemen, and then uh, Nate got up and, and uh, knocked it down. And at the end, he was laying there because I think he took it kind of at the chest or right in the gut there. And um, but our guys kind of peeled him up and uh, got, got his win back. And our, guy, our kids were really happy. And you know, it's a fun, fun momentum. You know, winning and winning in football is you know tangible proof that what you're doing matters and that it helps and pays <laughs> off and things. You know, even when you lose, football's got to be fun and rewarding. But it's tough for kids to see that sometimes. So to to pull out a victory and you know get it done was really fun. And you know it took interceptions by Caleb Priest and and a Joey Dewitt too. So um, you know a bunch of kids stepped up. Yeah, Gunner Swift led you in tackles with seven of those last night. You guys have lost three in a row. Uh, Pier, the number one team in class double uh, A and then in a shootout I mean, you guys uh, played them about as well as anybody did this year and then the uh, the nail biter lost to Lincoln and then of course Sioux Falls Jefferson who's just rolling everybody so it had to feel awesome to get a win and now you get a rematch with Lincoln and what's going to be the uh, focus and the message this week? Yeah, fired up uh, you mentioned Gunnar Swift, he made a tackle on the goal line of Eli Tanaya by himself that, that it was a game winner if he doesn't make that we don't get it done He's going to have to tackle well against Lincoln too, and uh, we're going to have to make a lot of plays and, and you know, prevent their playmakers from from going crazy. And um, you know they don't know how to score points. They got wonderful defense with big, strong kids up front. So we're going to have to control the ball and um, you know see you know carve out yards where we can get them and stay physical the whole time. Matt, best of luck. Thanks for joining us this morning. We'll talk soon. Thanks, for, thanks a lot. Matt Christensen, head coach, Brandon Valley Lynx. Let's talk soccer. Sioux Falls Christian, the state champions for a third straight year. Class A boys, Efron Poyer next on the Midco Sports Coaches Show. Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. Sports are center stage. Stream it all season, every season. High school matchups, college football, college basketball. It's all here and more on Midco Sports Plus. Thrilling, sizzling play-by-play action. Oh, my. We have what your fandom craves. All things sports, all the time. All on our official streaming app, MidcoSportsPlus.com. Gilhaugen Construction is proud to have a loyal team of great people working every day to build the future of the region. From iron workers to carpenters, from general labor to concrete specialists, they want to meet you and give you the opportunity to join the family. This is a rare opportunity. To join the Gilhaugen workforce could be the change you need as they're looking for skilled tradesmen as well as general labor. Gilhaugen Construction. Visit gilhaugen.com and apply today. That's G-I-L-H-A-U-G-A-N.com. How do you become a Pfeiffer for life? 
Take on more jobs and grow your business with help from Pfeiffer's. When you don't have the right equipment, rent Bobcat equipment from your neighborhood dealer, Pfeiffer's Implement. Pfeiffer's has you covered with rental equipment and attachments for all those tough tasks and specific applications. Looking to take on more projects? Check out the Bobcat rental equipment at Pfeiffer's, 12th and Marion Road. Pfeiffer's in Sioux Falls, serving the region for over 75 years. Become a Pfeiffer for life. Why am I so sore? There are everyday moments. Whoa, hey, hold the ladder! Hold the ladder! Oh. Oh. Yeah, that hurt. And there are epic moments. Colin! Class of 1995! When a moment creates a health need, visit the experts at Avera Orthopedics. We're moving health forward so you can tell the story. Learn more at avera.org slash orthopedics. When you power your forklift or other industrial equipment with propane, downtime is lost time and lost money. Count on AB Propane for fast, reliable propane delivery to all your job sites. Setting up a recurring propane delivery is as simple as making a phone call. Call 335-5840. That's 335-5840. And you'll never worry about propane levels on your equipment. Your business stays in motion with AB Propane. 1700 West 50th Street, Sioux Falls. 335-5840. No matter if you have to warm things up or cool things down in your home, turn to the experts at Frisbees. They can handle it all. They have competitive pricing and affordable financing options. And when it comes to the quality of their work, Frisbees customers say a best. Crystal says their price was best, did homework to find a great AC furnace changeout, and they were the top pick. You won't be disappointed. Turn to the experts at Frisbees and Carrier for a free estimate on a heating cooling replacement. Go to frisbeesinc.com. Just call Frisbees. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports Radio 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN, and KWSN.com. Brought to you by Midcoast Sports. Now back to your host, John Gaskins. The state's number one team for most of the season in Class 11 AAA has been Sioux Falls Jefferson. They have set a mark of excellence, finishing the regular season 9-0 with a 51-26 win over their rivals on the west side, from Roosevelt and the head coach of the Cavaliers, Vince Benedetto, joining us this morning. And you know, at this point, the story of your team, probably until we get to the semifinals, is your big favorites in these games. And you've got a full head of steam, and your kids obviously have a lot of confidence, and you're trying to avoid some sort of letdown. And by all accounts, you have. I mean, your closest game this year is 18 points, Vince, and you're players know plenty of players from Roosevelt obviously you guys are all kind of on that same side of town and 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 you split up Roosevelt High School with the creation of Jefferson a couple years ago so you know by all accounts on Thursday night how well did your team handle all that yeah I I thought we played we played well um especially early in the game Bo Giblin had a a pick six early uh their second drive he intercepted him again so we're we're up 10 nothing and we're minutes into the game, so that was big. Um, I thought of the game got got the most of us. I thought sometimes kids were trying to do too much, whether it was on offense or defense, but once we got about second quarter, kids started to settle in, and it was a good lesson for us. Um, a big game against a rival. We just got to trust our coaching and trust our technique and not let the moment get too big, and I think that'll be a really good lesson for us heading into the playoffs. Last year, as your first year as a school, it, Roosevelt took it to you pretty good. You mentioned how your players on Thursday 
kind of came out and maybe tried to do a little bit too much. Looking back, how much did that have to do perhaps with uh, revenge on your player's mind? These are 15 to 18-year-olds, and sometimes uh, sometimes it's it's tougher to get the, the house in order than higher levels of football. Yeah, I think I think it's the emotions of a rivalry game, and um, they know all the kids over at Roosevelt, and, and the kids at Roosevelt know all our kids. I mean, they went to middle school and elementary school all together, so um, – it was, it was, it was. I don't know. I don't know if it's payback. I think it's just they wanted us to make a point this year and um, and not let what happened last year happen. And I think, I think they obviously were able were able to accomplish that. Taylor Ashley, your senior quarterback, 17 of 24, 224 yards, five touchdown passes. Nelson Wright, your running back, probably an all-stater, 32 carries, 140 yards, and. Uh, it was, you know, it was, it was another that kind of night for the Jefferson Cavaliers. You, you were led in receiving, correct me if I'm wrong, by Robert Hutchinson, who's kind of been one of your secondary receivers this year. Eight catches, 119 yards, three touchdowns. How cool was it to see Robert have that big of a game? Yeah, it was really cool. R- Rob, uh, Rob is a quiet leader on our team. He always does things right. Um, and he had a lot of opportunities on Thursday, and he made them. Uh, and he was a, a big part of our offense. And um, good to see Rob get in the end zone as many times as he did. And, and hopefully, going forward, uh, having Rob that involved in our offense is only going to help us uh, get better. Did Griffin Wilde play? No, he did not. Griffin's uh, got a leg injury. It's not nothing season-ending, but um, still in the air. And if, if Griff's going to play this week or not. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, back to Robert. What goes into what has allowed him to be a good player and on a player on a night where Griffin Wilde did not play and probably more attention goes on him, he's still able to break free and have that kind of a night? Yeah, I think I think there's a, a few things. Um, Roosevelt did a really good job of loading the box and taking away the run game. Nelson had however many yards he had, but they were three, four, or five yards at a pop. Hmm. Um, and when teams load the box up, um, we feel like we still have the ability to throw the ball, and Rob got man-to-man coverage a lot of the night and, and was able to, to to win those one-on-one battles and um, went up and made a couple of really good catches. And um, our, our system is our system, and, and if the guys are going to get open, Talon's going to make the right read and, and throw it to him. So um, I thought we executed our pass game really well on, on Thursday night. Finally, Vince Benedetto, head coach, Sioux Falls Jefferson, Playoffs are here. They're obviously the number one seed, the only undefeated team in AAA. And you'll have the Washington Warriors, who you haven't played since week two. That's on September 2nd. That was a 49-0 win. They have Abraham Myers, one of the most fierce <laughs> players in the state as a defensive end. Uh, you know what, what are you most concerned about and trying to get your troops ready for on Thursday? The, the Washington game from week two feels like it was two years ago. Um, that's a long time ago, and, and they changed and evolved. Their quarterback is, is playing a lot better. A sophomore quarterback in week two is a lot different than a sophomore quarterback in week ten. And then you add the the running back Tanaya into the fold, and they're they're a totally different team. Um, it's going to be a it's going to be a battle. It's not going to be like it was week two. Um, they're too well coached, and those kids play too hard over there. So um, we're not going to look ahead to anything. That's for sure. And, and we're we're looking forward to a competition against the. A really good Sioux Falls school on Thursday night. Vince, best of luck. Enjoy your weekend. Vince Benedetto, the head coach of the Jefferson Cavaliers, and you're going to hear that game or see that game on Thursday night, part of our doubleheader of state quarterfinal action 
5 o'clock kick, 4.45 pregame, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 12.30, but you can watch it on metrosports.tv and dakotanewsnow.com before the main event, Lincoln, number four, and the fifth-seeded Brandon Valley Lynx at about 8 o'clock. And the Midco Sports Coaches Show rolls on with the head coach of the Warriors, Ryan Evans, next on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and kwsn.com. Suffering from acute chronic pain in your muscles or joints? Today, there's a new clinically proven therapy, Miracle Wave. It's non-invasive, supports a natural healing process using high-intensity sound waves to interact with damaged tissues. Most patients notice improvement immediately. Get back to feeling like your old self. For more on Miracle Wave, go to Dr. A. Unruh, U-N-R-U-H dot com. There's a big difference in tire stores. You will notice it the minute you walk into Tires, Tires, Tires. Professional, courteous service, a clean, comfortable waiting room, and a huge selection of tires that will get you the traction you will need for your family's safety. At Tires, 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 in addition to great prices, we give you a free alignment and free road hazard warranty. Tires, Tires, Tires has financing for everyone. Good credit or not so good credit. Stop in today. Tires, Tires, Tires. KWSN and Midwest Communications are looking for organizations that regularly distribute information about employment opportunities to job applicants or have job applicants to refer. If your group would like to receive notification of job vacancies at KWSN or Midwest Communications, please call Rachel Sundam at 271-5868 or email rachel.sundam at mwcradio.com. Midwest Communications is an equal opportunity employer by choice. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports Radio 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN, and KWSN.com. Brought to you by Midco Sports. Now back to your host, John Gaskins. Big college football Saturday. South Dakota State's newly number one ranked Jackrabbits after the win at NDSU. Go right back up to North Dakota, face UND today. That game you can watch on Midco Sports Network. Lucky for all of us. And that kicks off at 3 o'clock if you want to hear it on the Jackrabbit Sports Network, FM 107.9 in Sioux Falls. USD has Southern Illinois 2 o'clock today in the Dakota Dome for D-Days, Q95, 7 FM. It's also on Midco Sports 2 if you want to watch the Coyotes today. Augie, a home game. Minnesota State comes in, 1 o'clock kick. And the 11th-ranked Cougars of Sioux Falls are at Winona State. That game is right here on Fox Sports 98.1 and AM 1230 starting at... Uh, 1.30 out there in Winona. Washington High School, as we mentioned earlier in the show, Thriller on Thursday against Brandon Valley, a 35-33 loss. It came down to a field goal that was blocked in the final seconds. Ryan Evans, the head coach of the Warriors, joins us. And uh, first of all, we were at O'Gorman for that game, Curtis Riggs and I, on the broadcast, and we kept checking the score, and we were thinking to ourselves, man, it'd be fun to be at Howard Wood Field, whatever's going on over there. Uh, How would you depict what went on over there? Yeah, it certainly was exciting. Um, Both offenses uh, on both sides, Brandon Valley and us, we both were all, we were clicking. Um, it it kind of seemed, especially in the first half, that the only one that stopped either offense was the offense themselves. And you know, um, we were we were able to make some halftime adjustments and come out and um, made a heck of a game at it, made a run at it, and then we just came fell short. But it was it was fun, that's for certain. 
who are the bright spots for you in this game? You know, um, offensively, uh, Trey Gotten ended up having nine catches for 140 yards. You know, one of our goals going into the game was to try to try to get him double digit touches. You know, he had he ended up running the ball once, and uh, there was a couple other passes passes that were just defended a little too well that didn't get get into his arms. So that was that was really nice to see. Um, also, offensively. Elijah Tanai and our offensive line just really woke up, and that was fantastic to have. You know, you, you know me, I, I really love the running game, and we were able to get that going, especially in the second half. Very cool. Defensively? And uh, and then what happened on the field goal? Um, you know, it, it essentially was a PAT. Yeah. It really was. The ball actually was on the two rather than the three, um, really close to being centered up. Uh, you know, and our kicker's been really good all year on extra points. Um, in that game alone, he, he made four extra points. He made a 30-yard field goal. He he kicked a perfect onside kick, and Justin just had a heck of a night, and he's had a really good season. So it it kind of seemed like at the, at the time, obviously, it, it seemed like a no-brainer, like right. an extra point, let's just go up there and do what we do. Sure. Um, and one thing led to another, and high school football happened, and <laughs> it, it didn't work out. Well, hey, uh, you guys uh, will be the number eight seed now. You'll take on Jefferson. Uh, That's been a mighty task, a a buzzsaw for everybody to run into this year. But what is going to be the focus and your message in practice this week? Um, You know, we told the boys yesterday when we got them together, you know, no matter the playoff draw, if they they play like they did for – virtually the entire game on Friday on, on Thursday night you know on Thursday night we were down um, two scores at halftime but uh, it was self-imposed stuff and we just said if we can stay away from the self-imposed things and then once again play with that same fire you played for that entire game like we're gonna go to war with you no matter who we play yeah. and they all agreed let's let's get her done again let's go back to work and you know this is this is a group of kids that um, finally, finally put everything together and found that fire that they need to have. So um, we're we're excited for the opportunity, and we know Jefferson's obviously a really tough task, but uh, there's a reason you play the game, that's for sure. Congrats on a uh, great performance on Thursday night. I know you're proud of your team, and best of luck on this upcoming Thursday, Ryan. Thanks, John. Ryan Evans, head coach, Sioux Falls, Washington. Again, we'll have that doubleheader. They play Jefferson 445 on Thursday, the other quarterfinal. Right after that, Lincoln, Brandon Valley, all on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, metrosports.tv, and Nitco Sports Coaches Show continues with some state soccer. T-area girls were champions of South Dakota. Their head coach, Mark Anderson, is next on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. Whether it's for storage, residential, commercial, or anything in between, it's Reeves Buildings. Using high-quality wood products on their truss manufacturing assures you your building is built to suit your needs and to last. Reeves Buildings has over 40 years of experience delivering engineered design projects. Through innovative practices and their patented system, your territory managers will listen to your needs and design a customized project to fit those expectations. A Reeves Building is the complete package and built like no other. Reeves Buildings. Make it last. Make it Reeves. Go to ReevesBuildings.com. This October, North Dakota hockey heads back to the bright lights of Las Vegas for the 2022 U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame game, and it's live on Midco Sports. Here's what in the initial shot was blocked. The foul of the back of the net. 
Our coverage from T-Mobile Arena starts at 8.30 p.m. Central on Saturday, October 29th. Don't miss the biggest event on college hockey's regular season calendar. I'm sitting here with Matt Swenson from Swenson Commodities. Matt, can using futures and options be difficult and unfamiliar to use for investors? Yes, we hear that a lot from our clients. Is there something that can help make things easier? Yes, there is. We can help individuals get access to trading platforms and real-time quotes. With our help, investors can help setting up a trading account online or in our office. Swenson Commodities is here to help. To learn more, call 605-335-5570. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports Radio 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN, and KWSN.com. Brought to you by Midco Sports. Now back to your host, John Gaskins. The Roosevelt Rough Riders come into the state playoffs having won two of their final three games. The one loss to the number one team, which has pretty much steamrolled all of its competition. The Riders, last Saturday, after we chatted with head coach Ken Nelson, went out dumped Rapid City Steelers 47 to 3. It's one of the worst losses the Raiders have suffered all year. And then putting up 26 points against Jefferson, that's something that hardly anybody has been able to do this year. So I, I would think, Tim, as you get ready for Thursday's quarterfinal game, that, that you, know, you guys have some momentum and, uh, and some feathers in the cap. We're playing better. Uh, I think that uh, it took us a while to figure out some of the positions that we needed to, to play with. And our offensive line is, is uh, kind of solidified. And, um, and I think that uh, some of the things that were causing us problems earlier in the season have been fixed. Um, you know, we're still very big and we're still a young team, but uh, we can't say inexperienced so much anymore. We've played nine games. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we've kind of figured out our strengths and weaknesses, and I think we're playing pretty well right now. And, you know, Jefferson is a, a tough team to defend. They, they run the ball well. They throw the ball well. And, um, they uh, you know, have really good skill kids and uh, good speed. I think the speed is a thing that stands out to me on both sides of the ball with those guys. So, um, But we feel good about the way we finish the season, and um, you know, we're looking forward to playing Harrisburg. They thumped us pretty good the first time and we're hoping to rectify that and play a little bit better. You bet. What stood out and who stood out for you in that Jefferson game? Where, where you fall behind early by three touchdowns but you get a couple back and, and make it a game for uh, a stretch of time in the in the second quarter uh, and again this is the, the toughest and the best measuring stick you'll, you'll have all season long. Who and what stood out? Well I was really proud of uh, Jackson Brower, the quarterback that you know, his first throw was an interception for a touchdown, and and uh, then they sacked him about three times in the first quarter, and he just kept getting up and, and uh, uh, playing, you know, and he's done that all year long. I mean, he went through a really tough stretch early in the season where we're having trouble pass blocking and having trouble run blocking and having trouble finding guys that, you know, offensive line, we switch guys every, every series, it seemed like, to try to find a combination, and and he took a beating, and uh, he just kept getting up and kept playing hard, and I'm really proud of him. I, I think Jackson Grubbin good. Um, he's had three 100-yard games in a row now, and um, 
you know, he's got like six or seven hundred yards rushing, and he didn't play running back at all the first five games, basically. So he's really had a good end of the year for us. Um, and uh, you know, Tayden Nave has just been a, a really a fighter for us. He plays both ways. He plays linebacker. He plays tight end. Uh, works really hard in practice and. Uh, he does a lot of things. He's, he became our punter the other night when Elijah Else got hurt a little bit. Uh, so, you know, those guys have been, and they're all three juniors, you know, and uh, they have really finished the year well, and uh, I'm really encouraged by that. Um, but I think overall our team has been able to hang in there, and their attitude has been positive, and they come to practice and work hard, and they still think we've got a chance. That's all that matters. Yeah. Kim Nelson, Roosevelt head coach, Fox Sports 98.1, Midco Sports Coaches Show. Uh, defensively, what a day against Rapid City Stevens last Saturday. I mean, we haven't talked about that game uh, since you joined the show. 47-3. to uh, It was their second-worst loss of the year. The only team that beat them by more was Jefferson, and that was only by a couple points more. Um, so I, I would assume it's your, it was your best performance of the season so far. Why so? Well, I don't know. I, I think, uh, uh, you know, defensively, geez, we held them to like 43 yards rushing mm. or something like that. And, and uh, they barely got 100 yards passing. And so um, may, uh, maybe they came off the bus and were just kind of sluggish and didn't get off to a great start. But uh, we we just played really well in every phase of the game that day. And uh, our offense got clicking and our defense was getting the ball back for us. It was just one of those things where uh, it seemed like everything we did went our way and everything they did went wrong. So uh, good day for us and a tough day for them. I, I know they're a better team than, than that. Uh, they beat us out there last year. I think maybe that was in the back of our minds uh, a little bit. The guys yeah, played there last year. And, and uh, you know, we knew that down the stretch we just needed to win some games and, and we just needed to to uh, get back on the right track and, and uh, you know I think that game really gave us some confidence and, and helped us to feel like at least we were uh, able to hang with some of the best teams that are out there and uh, hopefully we can put together another good game Kim as always appreciate your time best of luck at Harrisburg on Thursday in the quarterfinals. We'll All talk right. next Saturday. Lot, you bet. Kim, right. Kim Nelson, head coach, Sioux Falls, Roosevelt, Midco Sports Coaches Show, rolls on next on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. How do you become a Pfeiffer for life? Take on more jobs and grow your business with help from Pfeiffer's. When you don't have the right equipment, rent Bobcat equipment from your neighborhood dealer, Pfeiffer's Implement. Pfeiffer's has you covered with rental equipment and attachments for all those tough tasks and specific applications. Looking to take on more projects? Check out the Bobcat rental equipment at Pfeiffer's, 12th and Marion Road. Pfeiffer's in Sioux Falls, serving the region for over 75 years. Become a Pfeiffer for life. Living with less pain means living at your best. But an action-packed life can wear your body down. Avera Orthopedics keeps you moving with total joint replacements for pain you don't have to live with. Find relief with the region's largest orthopedic physician team of specialized surgeons so you can keep moving forward. Avera, moving health forward. Learn more at avera.org slash sf dash total joint. 
Gilhaugen Construction is proud to have a loyal team of great people working every day to build the future of the region. From iron workers to carpenters, from general labor to concrete specialists, they want to meet you and give you the opportunity to join the family. This is a rare opportunity. To join the Gilhaugen workforce could be the change you need as they're looking for skilled tradesmen as well as general labor. Gilhaugen Construction. Visit gilhaugen.com and apply today. That's G-I-L-H-A-U-G-A-N.com. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports Radio 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN, and KWSN.com. Brought to you by Midcoast Sports. Now back to your host, John Gaskins. As promised, we're going to chat with the head coach of the Class A Girls State Soccer Champion, the T-Area Titans, and Mark Anderson, the... Titans were able to beat West Central. T came into the tournament ranked number two. West Central was number one. They clashed in the finals. Not only could they not determine it, and neither team could score a goal in regulation, they actually tied in their shootout and so had to go an extra round in that. So I can't, I just can't imagine, especially playing the state soccer championship on your home field in T. Uh, Mark, how how nerve-wracking this was for everybody. Uh, it had to feel like a movie down there for everyone. So take me back. Take me back to that where you've already had regulation. You've already had the shootout, and still we are tied. Top two teams in the state. Uh, what was that like to be a part of? It was pretty intense. I, if you want to call it a nail-biter, it was. Um, you know, the whole game was that way with every, every shot, every every time the ball moved up and down the field, you could hear the crowd. But when we got through the overtimes in the first shootout, still tied, it was like, wow. Um, and we, you know, we moved on to the next group of shooters, and that's when that's when it changed for us. We, made, my keeper, made a big save. Yes. And that gave us a chance with, you know, the next kick. Sydney Sherwood could win the state championship with that kick. Yeah, and we'll get to your goalkeeper Jessica Nelson in a moment because that's always a major component of winning <laughs> soccer championships. But uh, Sydney Sherwood, explain how you got to that player on the roster at, at, at that point for what turned out to be the game-winning uh, shootout kick. Well, we always practice shootouts, and we kind of you know narrow it down to who the most consistent shooters are to the PKs, and we pick two groups of five and. We went through five of them. Um, we scored four and, and missed one, and so did West Central. So then we got to our second group of shooters, who Sydney, we had her start with that group. She's been pretty consistent scoring, and it was just kind of one of those stories, you know. She'd missed a couple of years with knee injuries and came back to play, and it just timing, you couldn't have scripted it better that she was going to be the one to take that kick. Yeah. Uh, d- describe what happened once she, once she made it. What did you see? What did you see from your girls? Uh, what was the emotion like? explosion they just yeah it was you know they, they were they were pretty confident she would hit it too and and you could just see it was fun to watch them i actually didn't watch the kick i kind of kind of walked away <laughs> i knew she wasn't missing it was just you, you get that feeling as a coach like she's not gonna miss this and she didn't but so you didn't you didn't actually see it you had your back no turned. i yep i well i turned on purpose and walked towards the stands because i you know i watched the whole shootout everything but i just something in my head said She's not missing. She didn't. <laughs> no, no, I'm just I, I'm just going on my stream of consciousness here, live on the radio, Mark. If you turned your back and it, to not watch it, uh, the, I mean, if you were so confident she was going to make it, why didn't you Why didn't you watch it? The fans, I knew the crowd would let me know. Because <laughs> I, you know, I was walking away, and 
was fun to watch the girls watch her make it because I because I knew I could watch it on video and I'd see it. It was just. I was I was just strange, but I knew she was going to make it. Oh man, that is so cool. Um, so, uh, what happened? Was it a big? Uh, I'm obviously a, an explosion. Uh, was there a dog pile? Uh, did oh, yeah. you? Yeah, they all. Okay. She came running back, and they came running to her, and kind of watch. You know, as coaches, we kind of stand back and watch it because it's fun. It's it's about the players. It's about them. You know, yeah. they earn it. Yeah. We teach them and show them, but they have to do it on the field. And man, it was it was fun to watch both teams. Mark Anderson, head coach of the T-Area Titans Girls State Soccer Champs for a second time. They've had four runner-up finishes in the last ten years. And so, I mean, you've been to the... You've been to the title game more often than you haven't been in, in the existence of sanctioned soccer, and that, that is really cool. Uh, and let's get back to your keeper, uh, Jessica Nelson. So she she holds West Central, the number one team in the state, scoreless for the entire state championship regulation. And uh, and then of course you have to you have to get the make by Sydney Sherwood. You also have to get the big stop to finally win that shootout. Uh, just describe what kind of player she is and what you saw out of her all all game on Saturday. Um, she's she's committed. You know, practice. She works hard. She's a great teammate. She's so positive no matter what's happening. And we just watched her last year. She kind of had an off season, and this year she just she worked hard and watched every game. She got better and better. And come the playoffs and state championship, we could see it. She was focused and and ready to go. And basically, it can come down to if you can make one save in a shootout, that can be the difference. And she did. She came up with a big one. Yeah, boy, did she ever. Um, is she going on to play college soccer, or is she uh, nope, an underclassman? I think she's, uh, she is a senior, but okay. she's going to pursue other things. I know she's she really loves music, um, so she'll probably end up in that field somewhere. Oh man, uh, what else? I mean, you can you can unload the notebook uh, at your senior class. What, what are the things about this team and or some of the other players that that made it special? Well, we had eight seniors, and you know they 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 all played. Um, they've been together a long time. We've been up and down over the years. You know we. We made a, a state championship running back in 2019, and a lot of these girls were very young, you know, freshmen, a bunch of them, and they've been there, and they learned from that class. And, you know, we had a few off-seasons, a letdown. We lost to West Central in a state championship in 2020. Then COVID hit, and it just, things kind of steamrolled, and we were up and down, always competitive, but getting back to that game can be tough. Mm-hmm. And that was our goal, and coming into this year, we didn't know for sure we knew we had the talent, but sometimes getting talent to play together is the hard part. Mm-hmm. How hard and was it? And every week they got better. Yeah. I was going to say, how hard was it this year? Um, you know, we, we won a lot of games. It was We didn't score a lot of goals. We played really good defense. And, and when I say that as a team, yeah. if you get all 11 players, you know, saying, hey, let's stop the other team, let's score a few goals, it if they commit to that, you can win a lot of games. <laughs> Mark Anderson is the head coach at T Area. Their girls won the state soccer championship in Class A. How big of a rivalry has it been with West Central? Because you mentioned that uh, that they beat you in a state championship in recent memory. Plus, they beat you in in game two mid August this year, and you got your revenge. And uh, it, it took a second shootout to do it. Uh, what can, we we know each other so well. You know, we play once a year, but it just you know, in our history as a team, they've been around a while as a team. Um, ten years we've been playing them, and it, it's come down 
I think five of those years we've played in the state championship. They've won three championships against us. We've won two against them. You know, it's it's it it's probably one of the best rivalries out there. Yeah. You know that that'll all change. We have one more year in the A division, and then we will move up to Double A. And I don't know how long it'll be before they move up. Or of course, you know, you never know. They could reclassify the teams too as we grow. Oh man, Mark Anderson, uh, what? How would you describe uh, your your time at T area and the support that you get from the administration and from the fans? I mean, again, you had a home state championship game last Saturday. There's been a lot of success. What has gone into it, and what's it like? Um, it, you know, grassroots type thing. When we started the program ten years ago, it took a lot of people, parents. My wife was a huge help. You know, we did everything from the uniforms, choosing. But we had a great athletic director back then, Brent DeBoer, mm-hmm. formerly a Roosevelt, and he was really behind getting a soccer program in T and helped us a lot. And as he retired, now we have Craig Clayberg. And, yeah. But the support we get from the parents, the town, Superintendent Lowry, everybody, it, they say it takes a village, and it really does. Wow. Well, hey, congratulations once again, and uh, we will uh, maybe we'll be talking to you next year at about this time after another T area state championship. But uh, I hope so. I, yeah, I, I do too. But in the meantime, uh, enjoy your weekend and congratulations once again. Thank you, John. Mark Anderson, the head coach of the T area girls soccer team, state champions 2022. And next week on the KWSN Coaches Show, we'll try to get a hold of Harrisburg's head girls soccer coach. They won Class AA, and also Efron Poyer, the head coach of the Sioux Falls Christian Boys. They were Class A champions as well. And we'll get back to football to round out the show with Harrisburg's Brandon White, defending state champs, part of a thriller on Thursday night at O'Gorman. It's next on the Midco Sports Coaches Show, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. No matter if you have to warm things up or cool things down in your home, turn to the experts at Frisbee's. They can handle it all. They have competitive pricing and affordable financing options. And when it comes to the quality of their work, Frisbee's customers say a best. Kelsey says, I felt supported from the beginning. Lanny was very informative and took care of me through the entire process. Turn to the experts at Frisbee's and Carrier for a free estimate on your new heating cooling system. Go to frisbeesinc.com. Just call Frisbee's. Gain weight or have stubborn body fat that won't go away? Unruh Chiropractic has a solution dedicated to providing healthy treatment options. Contour Red Light Therapy. Lose 30 pounds, 30 inches, and 30 days. No prepackaged food. Easy to follow. Contour Red Light Therapy melts fat, tightens, and tones your skin. Even targets specific areas of your body. Treatment as low as $47. Unruh Chiropractic, 332-1962. 332-1962. When you power your forklift or other industrial equipment with propane, downtime is lost time and lost money. Count on AB Propane for fast, reliable propane delivery to all your job sites. Setting up a recurring propane delivery is as simple as making a phone call. Call 335-5840. That's 335-5840. And you'll never worry about propane levels on your equipment. Your business stays in motion with AB Propane. 1700 West 50th Street, Sioux Falls. 335-5840. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports Radio 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN, and KWSN.com. Brought to you by Midcoast Sports. Now back to your host, John Gaskins. 
Earlier in the show, we heard from O'Gorman's Jason Poppinga after quite a night on Thursday with the Knights coming back. 21 points in that fourth quarter to beat Harrisburg 24-20 and to seize the number two seed in the state playoffs. The Tigers are number three, and they're still alive and kicking. I think the sun did come up on Friday morning. Brandon White, the head coach of the defending state champions, joins us. And uh, I mean, let, let's get right into it and, and what you saw in your players' eyes and their emotions after that game and, and then kind of how things felt the next morning because uh, you know, it, it's... Uh, that, that's a that's a mortifying loss, but you have plenty ahead of you. Yeah, a lot of disappointment um, in, in everybody's eyes uh, after the game. It's um, kind of felt like we let one slip away. Um, but we knew Ogorma was going to continue to <clears throat> to battle the whole game, and that's just what they did. And um, when we give them opportunities to make plays, they, they took advantage of those. So. Um, we had a lot of positives throughout that game. I thought our defense played very, very well for three straight quarters there, and then um, we just couldn't turn it over as many times as we did. We just can't give their offense a potent offense like that more possessions. Um, so, you know, the sun did come up on Friday morning. Um, you know, our, we believe 100% in our coaching staff of, of regrouping here and it, kind of refocusing our, our squad here and get us rolling into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, a big story of that game. First of all, your defense, you are correct. You held O'Gorman, who's averaging 43 points per game. First of all, overall to 24 points, and as we know, really their offense scored 17 because the game-winning score was a scoop-in score on a fumble recovery, but also you held them to three points in the first three quarters. So let's let's dive in a little more to that. How did you do it? Who were some of the players that really came up big for you? You know, I thought early in the game we were, we were flying around pretty well in our defensive backs. Uh, George Delvis and um, Logan O'Connor and Tim Bishop uh, really did a good job of um, taking away some of their, you know, passing scheme stuff. And then, you know, Rich Benage and our D-line, Jack Eater, Nate Foley, um, those guys, you know, played well. Um, and then they just uh, broke a few tackles late in that fourth quarter, and um, we just got a little – little bit undisciplined and, and you know reading our keys and stuff like that but um, we'll get them fixed and we'll continue to build off of it when it comes to five turnovers I mean that's the that's kind of the the ugly blemish on on how that comeback for O'Gorman unfolded in the second half were, were they forced were they unforced uh, you, you'd like all of them back but uh, sometimes people will We'll look at turnovers and just point right to the team that turned it over. I mean, how, how did they unfold? Well, just a mixture of, uh, you know, staring down some receivers, um, you know, in some of our pass plays. And uh, the fumble at the end was, you know, carrying the ball in the wrong hand um, instead of having it in the outside hand. So uh, just, you know, t- things that we just are correctable. Um, yeah. That's a really, really good thing that, uh, you know, our, you know, Dylan was just beside himself after the game, very frustrated. And, um, you know what? He's played, you know, seven really, really good yes. football games here. Uh, sometimes you des- you kind of deserve to have a, a little bit of a letdown just to refocus you a little bit. It's impossible to be perfect game after game after game. And you see it at the, you know, collegiate level. You see it at the NFL level. And, you know, Dylan's going to you know, react well to this. Um, he's going to learn from it. And, um, nobody feels more um, frustrated by it or disappointed by it than himself. Yeah, you speak of Dylan Elrod, your senior quarterback. Coming into the game, he had 22 touchdowns, just six interceptions in eight games. So 
probably in the state playoffs we expect to see that. Dylan Elrod, Brandon White is his head coach, Harrisburg High School. It's the Midco Sports Coaches Show here on Fox Sports 98.1 and AM 1230, KWSN.com. So you guys have now drawn Sioux Falls Roosevelt, the team you handled pretty well earlier this season. Uh, Your team regroups and you get ready for that battle, and I know it's not going to be easy the second time around. It never is. Uh, Having said all that, Harrisburg's girls' soccer team won the state title uh, on Saturday. I know you weren't able to to be at that game, but certainly you know some of the players on the team and and, and some of the coaches. how how proud are you as a Harrisburg coach to to see that happen? And what can you, what can you tell us that you know about that team? Yeah, what a great team! Um, they have a ton of fantastic young ladies on that team that I've either been fortunate to have in class or you know at track when I coached track as well. And um, just exciting, you know, for the Harrisburg community. Um, we're starting to put a stretch of uh, state titles here together with our boys' golf team winning earlier this year. And, you know, we were able to come away with three titles last season, and now our girls' soccer team, you know, is able to do that this year. So um, a lot of good things happen in Harrisburg. We couldn't be more proud of, of both of those, the boys' golf team and the girls' soccer team, t- to getting the job done this year. And um, we expect more. Um, they were so young still, and I think they only had two seniors. So um, they're going to be a special group going forward. But uh, kudos to their coaching staff um, and their players for uh, bringing another title back to Harrisburg. Very cool. Brandon, appreciate your time. Enjoy your Saturday. Probably more flag football games to coach, and uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. All right. We appreciate it, John. Brandon. Oh, by the way, another thing to be optimistic about Harrisburg for the playoffs, uh, Gavin Ross is back. The All-State tailback had over 130 yards in his return to action on Thursday night. He had not played since first quarter, game one, when he hurt his back against Jefferson. He'll be a major part of the equation as he was for the Tigers state title last year. That'll do it for the Midco Sports Coaches Show. A big thanks to all the coaches and a reminder a doubleheader on Thursday night to kick off the state quarterfinals 445. We're on the air here on Fox Sports 98.1 and AM 1230. DakotaNewsNow.com and Metrosports.tv will have Jefferson taking on Washington followed by Lincoln and Brandon Valley. For the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, John Michaels, I'm John Gaskins. It's going to be a beautiful Saturday. Get out there and enjoy it, and we'll talk next week on the Midco Sports Coaches Show. To the very last word. And you think to yourself, Many say Colin is worldly, and of course, a joy. There is a lot of ego there. The perfect man. I know. With a perfect show. Don't kid yourself. It's The Herd with Colin Cowher. Listen every weekday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. FS1. To find FS1 on your television, go to foxsports.com for details. FS1. Let me hold my